0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm Chance awesome I'm Russell Howe. And welcome back to the episode of Notorious by Chance, short, the early audio edition. Where we come review all our movies, and this week uh, we are talking about. Well, this is meant to be our Alan Rickman tribute. It still is because you know he's still he's still still, still dead. But uh, we want to get this out sooner. We could not give you uh, give you three guesses as to why. That's fine. We're committed. We're doing this anyway. I watched the goddamn movie, so we're still watching. I mean that's that this sounds derogatory. I'm not I'm not I don't hate this movie. I I said quite the contrary. But still, we are we were committed to talking Little Miss Sunshine. We are talking Little Miss Sunshine today. Uh this is a movie I haven't I hadn't well first of all let's talk about uh Alan Rickman real quick. Why is it Alan, Arkin. Alan Arkin. Arkin. The, I fucking did that twice. Holy shit. Yeah. You're you're good. Uh yeah, Alan Arkin. I'm sorry. Alan Arkin uh, recently passed away. I mean, like, I think wasn't it wasn't like end of June. It was right the, right, right, July, I thought. Wasn't it the beginning of July? I'm uh, pretty sure it was June.
1: End of June, beginning of July-ish?
0: Yeah, around there.
1: Really uh,
0: surprising, too, yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys who's like, he's all, he's all to me, he's always been like 70 years old, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, like Little Miss Sunshine. I probably thought he was probably in his 80s or whatever, you know? Like, he's, all, like he's always old. just
0: been like the yeah. old man to me. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we've only ever, or, or, ever talked about like one of his movies that was Edward Scissorhands, Hands, which he's, he's great in. But, yeah. We, 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 we talked about him a lot. But, like, we never really. He's one of those guys, like, he was always a favorite of us and this show. But. We never really gave him like his due, his spotlight, and so with his pa- with his passing, you know, he's kind of one of those actors that I feel like a lot of people took for granted.
1: Well, yeah, just like, because, yeah, because I mean, if he wasn't like starring in, headlining in it, like he was so good supporting that oh, yeah. it was like it was like you know his performances were always the ones that stand out, like just anything like Argo, like even like obviously the movies that we put on the poll. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just just to really showcase just a little bit. That's really not even to showcase a whole entire breadth. Oh yeah, okay, we, we
0: we we had five minutes in the poll with those. That's like just a small peer into what was this yeah. incredible career he had, spanning from literally spanning from like the sixties. I, I think he's doing movies like the fifties. Yeah, the late the late fifties to as early as he was. I was acting movies as early, as late as last year and it's crazy that he was actually 89 like that's the other crazy
1: thing like i thought you know obviously we we were we were saying yeah he was like old and pretty much everything that he was in that we that we you know got uh, associated book, yeah. got associated with Alan Arkin but like yeah i can't, it's hard to believe that he was almost 90
0: He was but uh alan arkin uh this is your this is your tribute and we are viewing little miss sunshine uh yeah, so this came, this uh, film came out in 2006 uh it was uh directed by the husband and wife duo of Jonathan Dayton and uh Valerie Ferris, who are I think two wildly underrated directors. Considering like you look at what you look at what they've done, they've literally never like everything they've done, I think, has been pretty excellent. Because you have this, you have Ruby Spark, which is really good. Um Battle of the Sexes, which I think it was like a super underrated movie from twenty seventeen. Oh,
1: fantastic movie. Very yeah damn I, shame that
0: more people didn't go see that yeah and i, and I totally forgot he, they directed all of that uh the paul rudd show living with yourself uh, i never i know what you're uh, talking
1: about but i never saw oh it. yeah
0: the one where paul rudd plays like multiple versions of himself and yeah yeah like that that show is actually actually quite good okay but yeah so like, again, yeah, these are these are two like wildly i think underrated directors because like they, they don't direct a ton Like they haven't made, they haven't made a a full length movie since Battle of the Sexes in twenty
1: seventeen. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: They directed a ton, a ton of music videos, but yeah, this is this was their uh, feature film debut. Uh, And this was one of those. This was around the time where like indie films were like really trying to make make a name for themselves in mainstream culture because this film was actually it was like a a massive hit for the time.
1: It was huge. I remember not seeing it in theater, but I remember buying it on DVD and taking it to my ex-girlfriend at the time's uh, dorm room. I remember we watched it um, just because the movie was getting kind of like, you know, obviously what you said it was just that that word of mouth, that positive yeah. word of mouth, how, how great this movie was. And now seeing it with eyes like 17 years down the road just the, the showcasing of actors and actresses in this film just wow you know
0: yeah for sure Yeah, this uh, was, film was made on, on a budget of eight million dollars uh went on to make 101 at the box office so massive massive uh massive profit for that film uh critical acclaim oscar nominations of the wazoo including a very special one that we'll talk about later but yeah uh so let's get into it. this is little miss sunshine uh, so we start off the film by meeting our main characters, the Hoover family, uh, played by just an absolutely incredible ensemble of actors. I mean, it, it, you want to talk about an acting showcase,
1: uh, you just up and down the line and everybody fantastic, giving great performances.
0: Yeah. It's a great combination of up and comers, like you know, you have your Abigail Breslin's, your Paul Dano's, Paul Dano, yeah, your Steve Carell, who is just like bursting into the scene. Then your seasoned uh, vets
1: ish, yeah, kind of your your
0: your Tony Collette, and of course your Alan Arkin's. Uh, the crazy thing is, looking at this uh, this cast, literally every okay, not, not everybody, but nearly everybody in this cast at some point or other was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. It just
1: just showcases what...
0: Arkin Kinnear, and Colette were already nominated before this movie. Yeah. Carell was was nominated for this movie. Carell Carell. was nominated after this movie. Cranston, who we'll talk about later, was nominated after this movie. Weirdly enough, the only person in this cast to not get an Oscar nomination is Paul Dano.
1: Which is completely crazy, because if you think we talked about Prisoners, how fantastic he was in that movie. Um, Yeah
0: just well, yeah, any, of, a, any of any his the amount road. of incredible work that Dan there has done in his blood. career yeah there yeah. will be blood uh, love, love and mercy he's really uh, great i'm surprised he didn't get a nomination for the fablemans i think he's excellent on that
1: yeah, this is a guy who's obviously going to garner i mean he's going to garner a, a win obviously it's, it's, it's down the road it's not right? a
0: matter it's not a matter of if he gets nominated it's, it's when, when he gets nominated when. i really believe he will get yeah. at some
1: point oh and i he's absolutely go- like he will win an oscar later on down the road in his career for sure
0: yeah, I, I I I can see that happening because I think I think Paul yeah. Dano is just an incredible actor. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we know we, we we see like where everybody in this in this family is at right now. You had the father played by Greg Kinnear. He's this motivational speaker. Uh, you have the mother who's trying to keep everything together. The son who like you see like a training for something. The daughter of Abigail Breslin. Who let me just say right now, I mean we'll talk about it later, but she one of the best kid performances I've maybe ever seen. Uh, just so natural i mean it's just you knew that this girl uh
1: you know was going to be something special i mean i mean, she was just absolutely fantastic in this film you know and we'll yeah. talk about it but yeah but just absolutely just amazing
0: uh, absolutely and then uh we meet uh, the other character in the family uncle frank played by steve carell and this is going to be saying a, a big mouthful steve carell might be my favorite performance in the entire movie yeah
1: you see it's like in a rubik's cube honestly because i feel like all of these characters all have so much to lend that it's this family dynamic they're all different in their own ways um but, but yeah they're, yeah
0: keep in mind this this around the time where like the office was like really getting big so like he yeah. was starting to get known as michael scott this actually this actually uh, came out the year after the office debuted so like he was always trying to get that reputation of michael scott but yeah. People yeah. underestimate Carell. I think they really under, under, underestimate Carell as a dramatic actor because he's fantastic. And I think this might be my favorite dramatic performance he's ever given.
1: He was really fucking good at Foxcatcher, though, man.
0: He was really good at Foxcatcher. I, right? I I don't he know. Just... I mean, this is really good, though. This is more...
1: Yeah, this is not as dark. This is more... You know what I mean? I mean I, no, I it's,
0: did... it's dark in another way. Like, dark we enough, him, yeah. We find out that he survived uh, suicide attempts.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Yeah, he just like so despondent in his interactions. You're just like, you just you, you, you see him and like your heart breaks.
1: Yeah, because you know what he's wrestling with, and the fact that he just does didn't want to or doesn't want to live, and wasn't even able to take his own life. Like he just he's very defeated. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But he just got – he plays it so good
0: though. He does. So yeah, he uh, her uh, her his sister, you know, from Tony Collette. he's kind of. Uh, tasked with um I'm just get her name. cheryl cheryl's been tasked with the looking over frank uh you know just just because you know, he doesn't really have anybody to watch after him so in case he tries again yeah yeah you know, yeah you, you got you got to monitor him for at least at least i think like i said a week
1: something like that but i mean that seems like not enough time
0: <laughs> yeah so uh we also get like one of the most interesting thing about paul dano in this movie his character never never speaks he never no. speaks he wants to take an oath of
1: silence because he wants to save it until he becomes a pilot. In the he, yeah, Force. he wants to go into the Air Force, wants to become a pilot. Air Force, become a pilot. So he has taken an oath of silence until he
0: achieves that goal. But despite the fact that he never speaks, like, you get so much out of his out of his performance with oh. just the way – with just his, face, his facial movements and his posture. physicality. Yeah, posture,
1: the way he writes stuff down – um, yeah. On 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 the board, just everything about it, you can still convey. He's still conveying acting without actually like speaking. So yeah,
0: absolutely. uh So yeah, we uh we get uh, our first you know family interaction where they're all sitting down, they're eating dinner, and then we meet. Look, like, I know I know said I made my favorite performance. My favorite character in this movie, definitely Edwin, played by Alan Arkin. Yeah, v- very. uh He's he's not afraid to hold back what he wants to say to you. No, he's not. He is there, and this is this is what people I think toward the later part of his career, people people loved about Alan Arkin. He was just that great playing this like cranky son of a bitch, but also like having a lot of heart and being very funny. Yeah,
1: it was like one of those guys you constantly like if you're a family member, you would have to monitor this person out and about in in a social setting um but i mean arkin just absolutely knocks knocks it out
0: he will just go off on these like tangents and say these things where that just oh my god they they crack me up so much yeah for sure yeah Ar- arkin went on to win best supporting actor for the, for this role and while i do think that i think he deserved an oscar it's hard for me to put this above what Eddie Murphy did in Dreamgirls but yeah he kind of screwed kind of screwed himself out of that out of that one.
1: Yeah. Who else was I he going going against? He was Eddie Murphy good, Dreamgirls good, that year. That's
0: a good question. Let me let me do check. Granted, he would have won uh a few years later for uh, Argo. I firmly believe if, if he didn't win for this, he would have won for Argo. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure sure he would have. Yeah, so let me see. Uh, Best Supporting Actor 2006 uh, Jackie, oh, this was a good year, actually. Jackie or Haley for Little Children. Oh, a that was
1: a fucking awesome performance. Uh,
0: Jaimon Hansu for Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. Oh, Jesus, wow. Uh, Eddie Murphy for Dream Girls, and then Mark Wahlberg for The Departed. That's a, that's a murderer's row. There are some yeah, that, damn that, good, that, that good, that good performances, a, man. It's a stacked that a, category that
1: year. That was, and that's a damn shame that uh, this is still, this is obviously a couple years prior to uh, the uh, the when they only did five movies for Best Picture, so yeah, you could imagine yeah. some of those other ones would have absolutely been in the in the conversation.
0: Absolutely, but yeah. So we get this whole we have this uh, introduction of, like how the family works. You get you instantly pick out who is your least favorite member of this family, and it is Richie. It's
1: it's Greg Kinnear for sure, I, or uh, for sure, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like and look, like, Greg Kinnear. People underestimate how good he is
1: at playing an asshole. And I, it was funny because when I watched this, again, it had been a while since I'd watched it. Yeah, I'm like, God, it just showcases what a, what a really great actor he is and just how uh, another underappreciated actor that we have in there, man. Like, you know, you yeah, yeah I mean, just just shows up randomly now in, in different films. But mm-hmm. like, look at look at what he did, you know, prior to, you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. You know, as good as it gets. I mean, the, the guy's a, a fantastic actor um, Yeah. and just plays the asshole perfectly in this movie.
0: Yeah, he does. You know, uh, you know, uh, Olive Abigail Breslin's character being the precocious little girl that she is, well, as as asking Frank a lot of questions about himself. Yeah. and you know, I, I w- then you see like how much it hurts Frank to go over all this because you know we find out that he was dating one of his grad students, uh, yeah. and then he dumped him, and then he lost out on this big on this uh, MacArthur Genius Grant to someone who's not nearly as good as he is in yeah. this field
1: like couldn't even tie his shoe um yeah you definitely so you can see the uh the regrets there's just a lot of sadness in his you know what i mean his delivery of all the all the stuff that uh, has happened to him you know
0: yeah and frank being the asshole that he is just like he gave up on himself he's a he's a quitter yeah and you're just like what the fuck is wrong with you
1: yeah because he tries to do this you know hoity toity like he has his life all figured out and everybody else they aren't using his way of thinking about things what what, what
0: is it the the nine steps to success or some shit like that
1: nine steps or some bullshit
0: but it's like it's it's like come on it's like life isn't
1: paint by numbers like that you know what i mean and it's it's funny that uh yeah his character man you just really hate his character
0: yeah, there's there's one particular scene in which like you really can't stand them. We'll get we'll get to that later, but uh, yeah, during dinner, uh, Olive get Olive again. We forgot to mention obsessed with be- beauty pageants. That's like yeah. that's like her thing. Finds out that uh, she plays, I think, like second in this one pageant. Yeah, but, and be- because of that, well, yeah the the win- yeah. the winner had to withdraw, yeah. so she now gets uh, the chance to compete in this pageant called Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, you know the t- title of the film. Only thing is the pageant is in California. This isn't. This is in, this is in Albuquerque.
1: Yeah.
0: Was, like this is kind of the start of like the whole because like Breaking Bad filmed Albuquer- Albuquerque because of this. Uh, okay. It's actually like way cheaper to shoot there than it is in like Los Angeles. Oh, just not even not even close. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, actually, none of them, none of them actually actually shot in Albuquerque. Most of the shot in Arizona. I was gonna say it's de- definitely desert. I mean, you definitely, yeah, definitely desert. I'm like, yeah. like, yeah, no, 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 one's gonna know the difference. Yeah,
1: we'll call it Albuquerque, sure.
0: Oh yeah, so she, yeah, so she's very excited, but everyone's just like, but they're in a place where like they don't have a lot of money, they can't fly out. So It's like, okay, fuck, what, what do we do? Uh, so all right, fine. Uh, we will take, we'll take, we'll, ta- we'll take the van, and uh, <laughs> we'll 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 go we'll, up we'll, we'll all night drive there. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It'll all be fine. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. But, yeah, but then you know, uh, Edwin. Ha- Edwin has to go because she is. He is all. All his pageant coach. They can't leave Frank by himself because he's they suicidal. They don't trust Wayne to yep. do anything.
1: Yep, and it's it just reminds me a lot of uh, like a vacation type film.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, of course, and also uh, Cheryl can't drive stick, so <laughs> uh, he. So. Uh, Richard has to has to drive. So it's all because it comes one big family trip to California to compete in Little Miss Sunshine.
1: Oh, so funny.
0: Yeah, so we we got we got our setup and yeah, this is this is a, this is a it's now a road trip movie. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably one of the more accurate depictions of a road trip I've seen in a movie where like you have because I've I I've, I've done trips like this. I've I've been in trips where like it's been like eight to ten of us inside a van inside a van for several, several hours.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I do- think that yeah. If 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 you, you feel that cabin fever, you feel that you, uh, you're on the verge of getting irritated with with one with one another.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. That's kind of like before a lot of you know technology and stuff like that. Now that we yeah. obviously you know we don't even think about doing it, we just like we'll watch well, something all, on our phone.
0: They're also in like one of those like old school vans. Like they ain't, got, they ain't got no TV. They got no. They they barely got a radio. No, it's the old uh, what, Volkswagen. Uh, yeah. Van. But uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, they, they they go to this diner for breakfast, and this is this is where the unlikability of Richard hits its peak. Uh, they're ordering oh, yeah. stuff, you know. Little Olive, she's ordering uh, her. I think she's ordering like a waffle, and Waffles. she gets an olive mode with ice cream. Oh, yeah, and Richard, yeah. It's looks like you know what? Hey, you see you see those uh, in the, in the, those patches? Yeah are they, are are they, are they fat or are they thin? They're thin. You know why? Because they don't they don't eat ice cream. Like. And, dude, but I, 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 it's good. Good. Finish.
1: I, I love what the what the family does though. Ark and Dano and Steve Carell. Yeah, because though they kind of like they're like, this. "What are you doing? This is your daughter."
0: I'm like, bro, you're you are fat shaming. you like you're fat your, your own daughter. Yeah, and, and she's she feels like, yeah. so bad about it that she doesn't want when, it, when the ice cream She doesn't want it. And dude, I just
1: like it takes the other you know the other three of the family to kind of pull together and say, "Hey, you know what? Uh,
0: I love I love ice cream." yeah I, I i love that i love the way like they they go on uh, to, to boost olive up or just like oh man you, you, you don't want some of this ice cream and then i'll all she gets her ice cream you're like yeah olive you get you eat your ice cream just to make
1: Kinnear feel like an asshole i mean for yeah. like belittling his younger younger daughter to uh yeah fat shame i'm like it's cra- crazy
0: no yeah that's is, it was it was a wild thing. We're just it's like and like I said, this is where the unlikely of Richard hits its peak. Yeah because of what he goes you, later in the movie.
1: Yeah, so no turning back from that point. I think that, that's pretty much where But you that's, won't that's, let your own yeah. kid have
0: ice cream. That's that, yeah. that there's no back for you.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like you've reached a point of no return on that.
0: Yeah. Uh but we're here where things start to go a little bit sideways for uh the Hoover family. Uh the starter on their van. The I think it's like the clutch of the starters. Like something isn't right. Something and now the
1: stipulations. I think, they have it's, I think to, it's the yeah. clutch. I think it is the clutch because they have to be. They have I, to,
0: yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, they can't. They can't get it from gear one. And like, if you if you ever driven the stick, you know, you have to like get the engine going in gear one. Then shift to gear two. That's where you get like your most of your power. And then you basically just coast in everything after that. Yeah. Only thing is they can't. They can't. They can't get it into gear one.
1: Yeah. So, so they, they have now to have, have, have to push
0: life. the van to get it up to speed and then just like just like hightail it into the van before like they can't stop basically. Yeah. They can't stop or else yeah. they have to get out and do this shit all over again.
1: Some of the funniest moments are literally them trying to push the, the van to get it started and watching Steve oh, okay, Corral yeah. running, watching Corral run, watching other guys like struggling to try to get into the van. Yeah, like, it is, some of that's the funniest.
0: It's like some of those like old school chase sequences where you're just like, like trying to like hop a train, but you're trying to hop the van.
1: Yeah. You're like, come on, I reached my hand before, you know, before it's too late or whatever, take my hand, you know? Um, yeah. that's what yeah. i
0: never really talked about. Uh, one of the uh, standout parts of this film is absolutely the, the screenplay. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. The screenplay uh, does an excellent job at balancing the comedy with the drama. Michael Arndt, uh, the sole writer on this, actually he he won uh, an Oscar for best original screenplay for this. Oh, absolutely should have. I mean, just the the personality that he gives
1: every every character because all those characters are completely different, but they all play off of one another and form like this whole ball of of unison. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy that you know, uh, you could really flush out. It doesn't feel like everybody, you know, you would think, oh, well, Olive's going to get the most screen time. But I feel like everybody, I, f- I feel like we know Everybody's all the characters balanced. by the it's, end it's, of the film. It's
0: the, it's, it's the group dynamic. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. there diff- are different kinds of bonds that form, yeah. different, different you know, com- different type of conversation that happens, different dynamics that you see take place. Yeah, they're yeah. all so well, like, you can place two characters, you, you feel like you can place two characters in a room in this Definitely. movie and know exactly what kind of conversation they're going to have.
1: Yeah, because I think exactly. you feel, you know, like I said, you know the whole dynamic of the whole family.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, like, like there's like this scene right here where like they're all in the van, and then like Richard and Frank are just like passive aggressively, like verbally attacking each other.
1: Which is great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that 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 shit was great. But the two others going back and forth, uh, rich rich Richard being you know the, pr- the prick that he is, and Frank just seeing right through his bullshit. Yeah uh meanwhile uh richard gets a, a call because like we said he's trying to like land this big deal for his book and he feels like he's got it yeah. uh all is his rep calls him and is like uh no no he did not got it yeah and and, and but like at the beginning like you're thinking
1: of, he's like close to landing this gig right and this is yeah, going to save the family it's going to pull that, him out that's, of that's, yeah, that's
0: what they're making it seem like
1: yeah but not so much not so quickly here
0: no, not so much. That's what we find out from this call, from, from this phone call. Yeah, uh, yeah so let's hop at a gas station so he can, like, try and talk it out with, uh, you know, his guy. Meanwhile, we get uh, our What Are the Odds moment of the movie. Here we go. Where Fra- uh, Uncle Frank goes to get down to the gas station. He goes down to get some, you know, get, get, get some drinks, and then <laughs> Edwin asks him to get him some uh, dirty magazines. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember the time where you, where you could sell these in a gas station. Yeah, it's forever ago, and I and I
1: have to laugh. Kudos to the the uh, the infamous black bag, the plastic yeah. black bag. Because I remember, if you ever went to like an adult store and bought anything, and they they would totally put your stuff in there, so you, nobody can see what you bought. It's Secret.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, and who and guess who just so happens to be there at the same time? His ex boyfriend.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are the what are the odds? Yeah, you need to, like, in, this
0: is our what are the odds moment of the movie. <laughs> The same exact place, yeah. Just so
1: happened. I'm mean, just crazy. It's just it's it's
0: craziness. Same exact place, same exact time, and he happens to see him buying these magazines. Just like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, what the fuck are you doing?
1: D- couldn't even see him, just like in the parking lot with the black bag. You know, I mean, then you don't really know. Hey, what's he having or You don't
0: know. You know. Yeah, right. And he sees him drive off with, uh, you know, his 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 new guy, his his rival, like contemporary, but you know, he's yeah. like he's better than him, and. Yeah, man, it's it's just hard to watch like this whole thing take place because you can tell Frank is just like so – he was starting to get better, and this just set him like way back.
1: You just tell how humiliated he is I mean how, like, you know, he's probably thinking the same thing we are. What are the odds?
0: Yeah, right? It's just like, <laughs> oh, god, like, god damn, right here. Uh, right here, the same gas station. But then you know Richard gets his gets his come for the ice cream because because uh after this uh he comes clean to Cheryl about the fact that oh yeah uh, I didn't get this deal I know I said it was it was a done thing but I didn't get the deal and this is a good I, I like this
1: scene too because it's like you know Mister Perfect isn't so perfect after all you know what I mean it's kind of like you actually do have holes in your in your wings or holes in your armor um, yeah yeah it it, it 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 drops him down a couple pegs.
0: More no, 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 Absolutely it does. Uh, but yeah I, yeah, I love I love the whole scene where he just kind of coming to go come to the he's like, you know what? It's fine, just set back, we'll figure this out. They they're all pissed off, they drive off, and they forgot Olive. His...
1: Yeah, the, the whole reason why they're going is because of Olive. They this. forgot Olive. His... And you forgot the man. It's like it's like home alone all,
0: all over again. Yeah, it's funny. Just it's just like and Dwayne is the only one to know where just he's just like. Whereas Olive, and they have to do like a whole. Because remember, they can't stop the van. But they have so to do they're... a whole drive by and have Olive run and jump in the car. Oh
1: man, just how,
0: how you had to coordinate of, that. A, lot the, a lot of the funniest scenes in this movie have, are involving the van.
1: Oh, and then at the back end with, with the horn or whatever. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely beautiful.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, they get they get to a they get to a motel for the night, which. By the way, again, as a te- as a Texas driver going from Mexico to uh, California, we would do this an entire day. Yeah, I mean, we've never this- done this drive specifically, but like we've done drives like this in a day, and that's how we would have done it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Richard and Cheryl are getting into it. Uh, Dwayne actually looks kind of like happy this is going on, and just like. What's going on there? We, we find yeah. out, you know, like later in the movie, and we then get my favorite scene in the entire film, and it's the scene where it's Edwin uh, coaching Olive, you know, it, it, they have like a big heart to heart, and this is my this is my favorite bit from Abigail Breslin in this film. Like, this is why she got an Oscar nomination. She asks, "Am I pretty I, enough? Am I good? Am I good? Am I pretty enough, or am I good enough? I think am I pretty." Am I pretty? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But then he's just like, but like, it's this thing where it's just like, I don't, I don't want to lose because dad, and like, why? Because daddy hates losers. Yeah. And you hear that line, you're just like,
1: oh, it's like, wow.
0: But then I like
1: Edwin's character because of the fact that it's not about the win. It, like, do you feel like you're going to win? Then, then then it's good. Like, basically just saying that, you know, it's it's the journey. It's It's the fun that you had putting it up, you know, putting the effort forth, you know what I mean? Not the destination of winning. But, yeah. but but still trying to coach her up to where it's like, oh, you're absolutely gonna win. You're fine. You know, what I mean you're gonna you got this.
0: Yeah, but also it's like it's not about yeah it's not about winning. It's about having the courage to try. Because I like, think this is like like again and this is a really great moment from Madwin, where yeah. it's like if if you don't even try, then you're a loser. If you try and you fail, there's no, there's no shame in that you tried it, like, you sitting on the sideline
1: having not even tried anything, you're a loser in that aspect, but the fact that, like, you, you're stepping out of your comfort zone to do something, you know what I mean? Uh, there's no there's no losing in that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, there's that, that, an absolutely fucking stellar moment between uh, Edwin and Olive, and great performances from both Breslin and Ark, and I think, like, Breslin has to go toe-to-toe in this scene with a guy who's been doing this since... They, probably for her parents are born. Let's be, let's be let's be real here.
1: Yeah, I mean, and she has her, has probably none of the the experience that Arkin has. By no, she far doesn't, and still holds toe to toe. I mean, still got a just, got a nomination just like Arkin did for the same film. So like like
0: like like I said, this might be, might be one of my favorite like child performances I've ever seen in a movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's really she's pretty damn good in this film.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also really, there's also another dynamic that, that develops that I really, you know, we don't want to talk about enough. I love the dynamic between, uh, Edwin, uh, not, not between, uh, Frank and Dwayne. Yeah, like, yeah. I like that. I like that
1: dynamic too, because they're both kind of, they're both kind of, you know what I mean? Faulted or whatever, what have you. Cause I think we've already learned at this point, is this after yeah, the meltdown? Yeah,
0: This, 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 okay. this, is, before, this is still before.
1: Okay, never mind. But yeah, like
0: it, it developed. it's like you see the car the kernels of it like start to like the weave in the movie and then it like comes to a head like at the very end. Yeah. Uh meanwhile, uh uh Richard goes to go see his rep. He, he literally like hops a bike to a hotel where uh the rep is staying. He gets there. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking Brian Cranston. Yeah, it
1: was funny cuz I totally forgot about it. I see him like holy shit, it's Brian Cranston. It was like one of those random like how could you how could you forget he was in this movie but like and in, in 06 when we were watching this i had no idea who the guy was you know what i mean
0: well i mean he was he was still half malcolm Malcolm middle at that
1: point i never watched i'd never watched malcolm in the middle oh you didn't no really that's yeah. that's surprising
0: You, i think you'd love that show i know my more more kind of my jam but yeah, yeah. but uh yeah so like this is actually like, as malcolm middle was ending because i think it ended okay. in so yeah, this is it's like right after Malcolm Middle right before uh Breaking Bad premiered. But so yeah, like he was still like he wasn't he wasn't Brian Cranson, but he was he was getting there.
1: Yeah. But for it's sure. still like
0: it's it's like in hindsight, it's still like cool scene him pop back up and still like a really great scene between him and Kune where he's just like it didn't sell because of the program, it didn't sell because of you. No one no one no one gives a fuck about who you are.
1: Yeah, that's the thing.
0: Yeah, so he's just like, okay, yeah, you're going to regret this. And then he just yeah. goes off on his sad little bike back to the hotel. Whatever
1: whatever he thinks makes himself feel better on that ride back, I guess. You know, Kinnear's probably like, haha I told him. He's probably like, fuck, I'm, I'm done. What am I, what, I got nothing now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, we wake up the next morning and we find out that uh, Edwin is not waking up. Not looking good. Not looking good, and uh, yeah, they go to the hospital, and uh, yeah, Edwin has passed away. Uh, crazy, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy turn, but also like it's kind of crazy, like how early in this film Arkin exits.
1: Yeah, which is, and, and 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 I totally forgot, like, and I, yeah. I remember such a big part of the movie, but I remember rewatching, I'm like, shit, he's gone already. I'm like, fuck, I forgot all about that, because uh, it had been so long removed from watching the film. You no, know what I mean? And I'm like. Wow, that's like really early in the film. Like we could have done this a little bit later on, closer to the pageant. Yeah, you, 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 know what you mean? think it's like yeah.
0: leading lead the third act, but no, they do it halfway. They do it halfway through. Yeah, and that kind of like
1: really throws you for a loop because you're like, dude, we could have we could have had more bonding with that because that that dynamic with him and uh, Olive, I think, we're just kind of to where we, we could are just
0: back to the, the surface of it. Yeah,
1: and I think we could have gotten a little bit more out of it too, for sure. So, yeah, and then it that shows you him winning the Oscar. Look how long he was on the film.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, not, it's, not it's, that it's, real, long. it's a real uh, Mahershala Lally Anthony Hopkins, Judy Dench situation.
1: Yeah, well, hardly in the film. Get my Oscar. Thank you. Have a good day.
0: <laughs> Oscar at hand on our connection to the movie. Deuces. I've
1: done everything that people work a whole career for. You know what I mean? And and this guy was in the film just for a little bit and got it. So he already
0: Yeah, already got it. Uh, now, the problem is they can't figure out what to do with the body. <laughs> I didn't, like the, the way they blend uh, the comedy and tragedy of these situations so much, it's like you never know when they're supposed to laugh or cry in a given scene. But again, I think back again, and I call
1: it again the vacation scene with you know Aunt Beth or not Aunt Bethany, but the one ant or whatever the first the first one we're going to Wally World, and they lose the ant. Remember they're going to put her on or the grandma or the aunt or whatever they're <laughs> going to put her up on the uh, they put her up on the on the top of the station wagon. Yeah remember just kind of like that again you don't know again it's like the tragedy comedy it's like uh you know wow this is so bad but just another reason why it gives me a call back to uh, the vacation film
0: yeah thing the, so they got they got to stay to fill out paper fill out paperwork to do that and like you know exhume, exhume his body uh they can't they can't do that they don't have time all is gonna miss the pageant so they decide to steal his corpse i love it i mean and this I, is... it's
1: hiding in the back of the van it's so fucking crazy, man. It just, just when you think it's like, can it get any crazier? It's like, it's hold my beer, hold my beer, hold my beer.
0: Um, like this is absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. But like at the same time, you do kind of buy it just because, like, just because like, it does feel like, yeah, if someone nope. was gonna like steal a corpse, you feel like this is how it would go down. Yeah, I mean, like you, the window. I mean, who's gonna,
1: who's, who's even thinking that this is even a possibility at the time? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, someone's gonna. We better lock these windows and make sure that nobody throws a body. You know what I mean? Like, who's even thinking about it? They're in the yeah. This will never happen. Yeah, they're in a corner. They're by them. You know, I guarantee you, they started barring those windows probably after. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just uh we learned our lesson. We learned our
0: lesson now. Yeah, the last so, yeah, old, they, last yeah. bar windows. Yeah. They end up they end up hijacking Edwin Edwin's corpse, stuff it in the back of the van, and then they keep going on to California.
1: God, oh, man, hilarious! Now
0: this is where things really had to go bad because uh, in addition to the starter being faulty, uh, the the horn just starts honking and it's it fucking, will not stop. It is fucking hilarious.
1: It's funny because um when I was driving my first car was a chrysler new yorker and it was embarrassing because at 15 miles an hour my the the door lock would like lock but it would make a funny sound It'd make like a sound like at 15 miles an hour so like i'd like turn my music up loud if i had somebody in the car because it was fucking embarrassing if we went 15 miles an hour you hear that sound, and uh God, my friends rode me on that one but uh <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, like moments like that. I should have said, shut the fuck up. At least I'm like at least I think be, I got a car. Be, be grateful I'm driving your ass, you know. But uh kind of reminds me of that. Just those little uh those little faults that you have in some of those older vehicles.
0: Definitely hilarious, so yeah, absolutely. I'm just like it's just such, such a funny thing. And so like this least they getting pulled over by a cop played by speaking of breaking bad, Dean Norris. Yeah. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who is like He's one of those he, – he like only – there's think filmography. He like only plays cops. Yeah, he is
1: uh, – yeah, definitely always a cop for sure. Dude, we,
0: we, we can literally do like Dean Norris cop movies as a poll. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. I think that would be absolutely – yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Richard in his infinite, infinite fucking wisdom decides to act super suspicious – and give the cop a reason to search his car.
1: You could check out our review that we did on a movie that he was in, where he was a pedophile. Oh yeah, it's pedophile and a cop and a cop. In <laughs> book of what? Book of Henry. Book of, book of Henry. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Man, that's a that's a fantastic pull idea. I like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so they're about he's about to get close to the body it's like oh fuck they're about they're about to get found out they're about to get arrested they he opened the trunk he opened the trunk you think he knows the body but no he notices edwin's edwin's magazines fall out of the trunk dude
1: this is how planes trains and automobiles wish that pullover would have went like something yeah. like that like oh you're the you know what i mean i just oh it's so funny
0: he sees the magazine, just like ah, yeah, this, this this is very funny. All right, I'm I'm a, I'm a head out. You go on your way. Then he sees the guy, then the the, uh, the guy one though too, which is funny. Yeah, the guy magazine too. Who, what?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah. So, uh, this is this is what you you talked about earlier. So yeah. they're sitting in the yeah. car. Edwin's doing his like you know Air Force training tests, and he somehow only discovers now that he's colorblind.
1: Yeah, to me, it's like, you would have known about that long before this. But I get it, okay. I mean, it's still, it's still I like what it does to the story.
0: No, it does. It, I, I I, really do. But yeah, I'm just like, I, I don't know how you don't realize you're, color, you're, not, you're colorblind until now. I feel like it's something you would know for a while. Or you would have at least noticed at some point. And then you would have
1: probably noticed that... One of the stipulations that would disqualify you from being a pilot <laughs> flying is, jets. Is, is, is that you're colorblind. So I'm saying that you, your dreams would have been shattered a little bit earlier. But again, I, I like this because it does build a co- closer relationship with uh, uh, Steve Carell's character. So I, I, well, also, that's what I do everybody. like about it. Well, yeah, everybody, for sure. I'm
0: really thinking about it. So yeah, like Dwayne starts freaking out. They have to pull the car over and uh, he breaks his vow of silence in the most bombastic way possible because his first line is literally like, fuck yeah
1: and then just goes about his dis- disdain for his family how he hates his family and
0: yeah. all this which shit. is why like when his mom and dad were fighting earlier that's why he seemed happy because like he's like he's a bit he has this like nihilistic side to him and it's like this is sort of like not anarchistic but like you know this place where you know he's kind of miserable and he wants everyone else to be miserable too
1: yeah, we know. Pl- I mean, I'm sure I know plenty of people yeah. like
0: that. But yeah, he's just he sees himself being above. He wants that's that's why he wants to be in the Air Force. He wants to do, he wants to you know, It seems like he thinks his family are fucking losers, so he wants to do something like worth a damn. But now so the one works. thing he wants to do, he can't do. Yeah, and it's
1: not. I mean, it's not even his fault. I mean, it's literally a, it's a birth. You know, genetic de- defect. It's not nothing. You know what I mean? It's nothing wrong. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's just it's the luck of the draw. You know.
0: Yeah, and Dano in this scene really fucking shows the talent he had. Talent he had and something he used to have.
1: Do you I mean, can you believe oh six, Little Miss Sunshine, followed next year by There Will Be Blood?
0: Yeah, that's a crazy one two punch. For back to back
1: years for for an actor that you don't even know going into Little Miss Sunshine? I mean absolutely, t- talk about it. wow.
0: Well, imagine going from the girl next door <laughs> to this, dude. The girl next door.
1: I, I, I remember that's Paul Dana too, man. And even Emil Hirsch. I mean, like you think those, those? I mean, and what what could have been with Emil Hirsch? I mean, I still, I still think that kid. I mean, if you you see obviously Into the Wild, but Alpha Dog, he's fantastic. And um, if he had a better, if he had a better agent, maybe, <laughs> dude, definitely would have been. I think he would have absolutely been at least nominated. Well, no, was he, he wasn't nominated for Into the Wild? Was he?
0: No, he wasn't. Should have been because um, that was oh seven oh eight.
1: That was oh. Was that
0: seven? 0-7. So, 0-7. Oh seven was, was a well, that was a tough year to break in the best actor, if I, if I remember correctly. Well, because you had Daniel Day, you have Daniel, Daniel Day. Day, and like nobody, no one was beating him. Let's remember, no, like, no, nobody but, but, but was beating but, Daniel D. Lewis. But who do you
1: have? But who do you have in? Yeah, yeah, I'm am tr- I'm, tr- I'm trying to find that. Hold on. Because Emil Hirsch, absolutely, I think I've, I, I've rewatched *Into the Wild, It's a damn good Let's
0: movie. See. Uh, day okay, Dan, so Dan Lewis, uh, George Clooney for Michael Clayton. Okay, pretty I great. Was,
1: he was good at that one
0: too. Johnny Depp for Sweeney Todd. I take,
1: uh, take I take
0: Sweeney out. Tommy Lee Jones for *In the Valley of Ella*, which I never saw. I never saw it either, so I can't really Sweeney Todd. I would take out. I've heard he's very good, but I've not seen it. I remember. And, the, uh, Vigo Mortensen in Recent Promises, which I have seen, I would not cut him because he's actually, he's very good.
1: No, Vigo, Vigo's. I would have taken Sweeney Todd out. That was just.
0: Yeah, I, I, I said, I said like the one you're cutting is probably
1: Sweeney Todd. For sure. And that was just a block of time when Depp was getting a best actor nomination every year, like Finding Neverland. Like he was just in that. Pirates, strip where he yeah. was he was he was rolling.
0: Got got th- three Oscar nominations in the span of let's see. Hold up to trying, trying, trying to find the exact timetable. So, the three, three Oscar nominations in the span of... Let's see. One, two... Wow. Three Oscar, three nominations in the span of five years. You're talking about for Dano? No, for uh, Depp. Or for Depp, yeah. Yeah, what you have, Finding Neverland. Pirates. The Pirate Caribbean, and then Sweeney Todd.
1: Sweeney Todd, yeah. and like I, th- I think Sweeney Todd just not... I just... just not I haven't seen it in a while. Like... I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I remember not liking it. I, I mean, again, I probably... Could obviously use a rewatch on it, but I remember not being too, too impressed.
0: I'd well, to put I put that I, I, Yeah, I, I I don't think you're crazy, for like probably I of like not be like thrilled with Sweeney Todd. But yeah, I, I again I remember liking him. But, you know, I didn't yeah, I Anyway, back to, anyway. <laughs> back to the movie. We we do uh, side yes, tangents
1: sometimes. We do side tangents.
0: Yeah. So uh, Ed, Edwin, yeah, he, he decides like he's like Le- like leave me here. I'm done. I quit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but writes. But uh, right before they're about to, like, turn and leave, uh, Olive goes up. This is, this is such a sweet moment. All she does is go up and just put her hand on his shoulder. And he realizes, like, I'm sorry. I've been an asshole. I'm sorry for what I said. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and, and, is, like, and, yeah. good.
1: No, I was going to say it's it's a moment where he realizes he's not in it for himself. He's in it for all of So it's like this is like an innocent moment where I think he just realizes let's appreciate the family you have because of the fact that kind of like with Alan Arkin's, you know, you know, with his his death. It's like things like that can happen quickly. So it's kind of like appreciate the moment that you're in. I think I kind of get out of that a little bit
0: at the same time. I think it just shows the kind of bond that form between a brother and sister. Yeah, it's 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 a special thing. It's a unique thing. It's some it's something that you know, like it's, you're never gonna have vibe like that with anybody else.
1: Uh, my wife and I can't because we're only children. So
0: I mean, you can't. Yeah, yeah, You you can't. But, <laughs> but, uh, but like, it doesn't,
1: yeah,
0: doesn't mean anybody else can. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean anybody else can. But like, yeah, like it's it's just the only one who's able to break through to him in this moment. It, it was it was only ever gonna be Olive. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they keep going. They're trying to rush to get her signed up. Uh, they they initially get turned away by I don't remember the actress's name,
1: but uh, it's the, she
0: looks familiar. It's the it's the, I seriously it's, it's like I I don't think I don't think you care about it's the Sparkle Motion lady from Donnie Darko. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's how I know we're just like sometimes like you don't even care about the Sparkle Motion. Yeah. Uh, that's literally the that's my like line I always associate with her when I see her face, but like she just turns him away. But then this one guy just like, "Hey, you know what? Like, it's only gonna take a couple, a couple seconds, a, a couple minutes. I'll sign you up. It's fine, whatever." And this guy, like, you can you can tell like he's he's just over it.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think he's just over the whole entire pageant. Uh, the the mom, the yeah. you know what I mean. The and this is moms are.
0: And this is where we get into like, kind of like a new sort of level to this movie where this commentary on the environment of beauty pageant. We've seen, we've seen this happen oh. with like, you know, America's Sweethearts and like Drop Dead Gorgeous. but um, Well, I think, no, wait. Not, no, not, not America's Sweetheart, Sweethearts. There's no, there's no beauty pageant in that movie, is there? No, about drop, drop Dead Gorgeous. Uh, like Miss, uh, well, Miss Congeniality, kind of. Congeniality you know, kind of. This, like, I, like, I, I don't know why I thought America's Sweethearts because I don't think there's, there's any beauty pageant in that movie. But definitely but Drop Dead Gorgeous.
1: Yeah, for sure, Drop Dead Gorgeous.
0: But yeah, we see that this environment. It, we started to like see like this environment's kind of scummy, and you do you do get a sense that like Olive is sort of the odd the odd woman out. I mean, literally, how
1: it almost reminds me of like a Jobinay Ramsey type. Character. Do you know what I mean? Like when you see these 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 cookie cutter, like all the, the same, like you know, parents are dressing them up to look like adults, pretty much. You know what I mean? Over makeuping and like just yeah. all and I feel like it's not what the kid wants to do. And I think this is what separates all of from the rest of them because she is being herself yeah. and doing her own thing, not being pushed into oh, uh, you have to look a certain way, you have to wear certain things or be a certain way in order to win or or just to be competing in a in a pageant like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you also see like the way you all see this in the way like with when they're introduced, the way they come out and, like all the other girls are like super, super made up, hair did, yeah. like some look kind of plastic for being completely honest. But then Olive, yeah. she's just she just like looks like a regular kid.
1: Like you're playing Jane. I mean and, and but, but it works. Like um it reminds me of uh, remember that Netflix movie? Did you see Dumplin?
0: I yes, I I I was
1: thinking Dumplin. I that's was thinking another we talking yeah, about Yeah, that's
0: that that's another one. I, I think I I was haven't seen it, that. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I would throw that in there too. But yeah, you also see like there's also, there's also like this one dude sitting next to Richard who like you can kinda tell kinda tell that maybe a sex offender. Or... possibly,
1: yeah, it definitely
0: It um, probably is a sex
1: offender. A little, a little odd, a little odd to be randomly in a pageant by like he's literally by himself too. I yeah, think he's by himself. himself. I don't, I don't. I think he said he doesn't have any kids. Yeah, I don't know why he's even there, but okay, we'll go with it.
0: Yeah, I also the scene where like uh, the the pageant guy is singing is singing to all the girls, and and Olive makes this face where he's just like, uh, "Can you get a boy for me, please?" Yeah, oh, this, and like,
1: like, like he's like thinking he's like the next like Wayne Newton or Frank Sinatra, trying to like woo the crowd with his singing, and it's like, oh, and like Olive doesn't know what, what the heck's going on. She's like, well, "Get away yeah. from me!" You know.
0: Yeah, if you if you haven't movie, the like, scene it's towards the. It's right like, towards the end, yeah. It's, yeah, right towards the end. We're like 20 minutes left of the movie. She has this look on her face where she's just yeah. like, uh... She's like, what? Every, what time I, every time I see this look, I just lose it. She's like, what the hell is this
1: guy singing and why is he so close to me?
0: Yeah. Uh, we then cut to uh, this one scene between uh, Frank and Dwayne on the beach. And this is, you know, when Frank first moved in, he was basically assigned to Dwayne. They shared a room. Uh... There's this relationship was kind of building from the start, and we see this kind of kind of come to a head in this scene right here, where like they they kind of find a kinder spirit in each other. Where like they find, you know, there's they're two guys who basically told that they can't do, they can't do the one thing they feel like they were set out to do.
1: Yeah, and, and and so what happens in this moment? I mean, like you know, life goes on. You know what I mean? Like there's other things to be appreciative of. You know?
0: Yeah, and also like you know the. the you have setbacks, but like, are you going to let those setbacks ruin ruin your life? Essentially, yeah. Like he, he said, like if I, if I want to fly, I'll find a way to fly. Like do do it, do what you love. Fuck the rest. Yeah, I mean, like figure it out later. It's kind of like you know, throw everything to the you
1: know, throw caution to the wind. Like if that's what you want to do, do it. Do anything you can to try to achieve that dream. You know what I mean? The rest will fall in place. Yeah, exactly. I
0: I think their their dynamic. I don't think we'll talk about it enough when we talk about this movie. But like the the scene between Carell and Dano, even when he doesn't speak, are all phenomenal. Yeah, and I'd love
1: to see that. I'd love to see scenes with those two with those two actors now. See how how far they've come in a game of acting. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely just, absolutely, just see those guys play off one another. Just not maybe in a different dynamic or different different type of script, obviously. But just to see those two uh, showcasing their chops of what they got with one another, I think would be fun.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, they get they get back to the pageant. I do love the scene where Frank where Frank and Dwayne walk in and then immediately walk back out. They're like, "Oh shit, I, we should not have that.
1: this. Is we're like, like completely." <laughs> oof. Nope. We're Turn like we're like overstimulated
0: already we're going to go ahead and turn the other way <laughs> uh but yeah so uh richard he comes he comes to go to the backstage and just like i don't think olive should go on
1: because like, i think he he's worried he's again he's like kind of what you were saying he's more in protective mode you know um knowing that olive isn't cookie cutter perfect like make up to the to the to the 10 and 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 clothes, you know, I mean she's she's just very under dressed and under prepared for this, and they're gonna laugh her off the stage. Like again, he's taking that big brother role initiative to uh to protect.
0: Yeah, no, and like Dwayne comes back and he said the same thing, we're just like, You can't do this, like this like this place is this place is fucked. And like this when place is gonna eat, eat her
1: absolutely alive. Yeah.
0: Eat her, but it's also just like you don't like you don't want your kid in this in an environment like this. That's toxic. I mean, it's you. Could, you. You.
1: You feel the toxicity. It's. It's not. It's. It's. It's the parents. It's parents almost pushing these children into doing this pageant because the parents want them to do it, not because the kids want to do it. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, but I. I do love like what Cheryl said. where just like, you have to let olive of be olive. and this is a thing. It's like a very like thing with parents. Like a lot, a lot of parents don't understand. We're like, you kind of have. You have to let your kids like go their way. You have to let them like make their mistakes at some, at some point you can't expect them from everything.
1: No, because there's going to come a time, like obviously with me or with Beck or, you know, with, with Ella, I mean, she's going to have to fall down and, and make her own mistakes to get back up. But you know, yeah. that it's the learning process of life that you live after you make the mistakes, you know what I mean? That really shape you and mold you into the uh
0: person you'll be, you know? Yeah. And you know, she, she, even, even all of us just like, do I actually want to do this? She said, yeah, I do. I I we came all this way. I gotta finish this for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we get to we get to the da- we get to the scene. She's like, before we st- before I start, I want to say I want like to case my dance my grandpa who taught me these moves. I'm like, where's your grandpa now? <laughs> in the trunk of our car. That's
1: yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, like what? <laughs> why couldn't you just say he passed away? Like, what are you
0: doing? Keep, keep, keep in mind at this point, he's like Edwin's body has already been moved. He's already been taken out. Ah, oh, so funny! Yeah. So. so keep in mind. So at this point, we've been just been seeing like you know we've heard about this dance that her and Evan worked on. We've seen her like practicing the bits and pieces, but like we never know like what the full thing is. And not even kidding, the reveal <laughs> of what this is, what this what this dance is it's is wonder- one of the funniest <laughs> things
1: I've ever seen for sure cuz you think it's something elaborate they it's it's synchronized and it, it's planned perfectly and it's choreographed great and then you then you hear the music you're like what but, in but, the yeah, hell
0: yeah well first of all let me just say when uh, at when you know, brother, brothers back is turned does she look like cousin It from the adam family
1: yeah cuz all yeah for yeah absolutely the hair on the top hat.
0: yeah but yeah <laughs> it's like yeah she the music starts and she's dancing to Super
1: Freak by Rick James I'm like, oh my god! I can only imagine, like, if like, this was done in a real setting with like these pageant moms, uh, like completely breaking the rules to like a sexually explicit song like that. I don't know, it's just <laughs>
0: just so funny. Yeah. This song complete with everything, like she she, she has, like breakaway pants, dude, it, it's it is, like, like those oh basketball god. pants or whatever. Oh my god, yeah. beautiful! It's just so oh, funny. Like, yeah, like this this entire this look. As far as like dance sequences and non dance movies, this has to be like a top ten scene.
1: Oh, and just the way the and then the other thing about it is the fact that you know Alan Arkin's character was the one that taught her these moves. You you're playing in your head where you see well, these yeah, two, the, the, you're the, playing these choreography sequences. Then you're seeing Arkin teaching like you know all of these moves, and it's it's just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And you're
0: just like the reactions from everybody are the best. And the funniest thing is like it's 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 interesting to think like how it's like as overly sexualized and overly made up and as like weirdly as you know, like as weirdly sexualized as the other contestants are, they're fine with that. Yeah. This is what they're uncomfortable with.
1: Yeah, it's like you've done all this other stuff, but like this is the stuff that really grinds your gear. I mean it's 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 crazy.
0: Yeah, so they try they 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 try, they try to stop her the family just like oh no fucking way you let my you let my daughter have that stage and i and just then, like you know, how they
1: one by one go
0: up love it yeah you know like it's it's a really nice moment where like the rest of the family goes goes to join her and you know like you see this is it's a culmination of like every, every all the pain they've gone through every setback every flip out every negative thing that's happened to them in the past 2 days it culminates in this scene that is it's really like it's it, it's really kind of beautiful because like you know what every like everything bad's happened in the last few days like it's still come together because like they are a family and this whole experience it brought them all close. it looks fucking weird to everybody else but like to us the viewer, this makes perfect sense like this is the, this is them Aww. like reconciling their differences them back <laughs> together and like being a stronger family because of it from the outside it's like a beautiful disaster. I
1: mean it's one of those things where, you know, even Greg Kinnear's character gets some redeeming qualities by going up there and supporting his daughter whereas earlier in the movie you hated the guy's guts. Um but you start seeing these characters and like 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 we said at the beginning of this of the review it's just like, you know, these guys all have their own personalities and I think that's what makes this movie so powerful and such a well acted like this is a showcasing of acting put on the screen. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely, you couldn't do this movie for that budget now with these guys in there.
0: Oh, or, no, not no. with this guy. And,
1: and it's an amazing just to see after, I mean, just to see how, uh, you know, going, looking back, how, how, you know, they really got lucky with who they put in the, in the film. You know what
0: I mean? Absolutely. So uh, they get detained. They get released only on the condition that they never enter another pageant in the state of California, where they're just like, Say less, like we're, we're good. Yeah, we're I I've been there, been there, done that. I think we're good. Uh, so yeah, they do that, and then they drive off into the sunsets, but not before wrecking <laughs> before wrecking, uh, the pageant lady's car <laughs> real quick. Well, okay, they they wreck the, uh they for sure wreck the ticket booth thing. No, they they don't they don't hear a car. The, they put it the, the arm. Together yeah
1: they blow through the arm, and then yeah. it ends with them on the highway with the horn uh, doing that
0: the de- 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 yeah. D- yeah, Morse code. love it. But yeah, that's where the that's where the movie ends. So uh, yeah, Russell, this is this is about a revisit for both of us after a while. I yeah. guess okay, it's been a while since I've seen this movie too, but uh, God, this is attention. Least...
1: I mean, it's just a perfect film. I mean, really. I mean, you could see why Arkin won Best Supporting Actor. You see why Abigail Breslin was nominated. I mean, this is just a fantastic showcasing of, of acting put on the screen for us, man. We should be so lucky to have this, you know, this type of talent filming a movie all together. Do you know what I mean? If you look at it now and you said that Tony Collette, Steve Carell, Paul Dano, Alan Arkin, Abigail Breslin, Greg Kinnear, all these guys are going to be in a movie together. Like, you'd be like out of your mind, like but I mean, we got it and we got it early, you know? So uh, just, just a fantastic movie. Uh, Like I said, you know, with the characters all being different and unique and being thoughtfully written. um, It's just the screenplay, like it's just everything about the film. It has heart. Uh, It has that comedy. Um, It just, it has the drama. It has everything that you need in this type of film to make it so successful. And you can see why this indie, this festival darling made so much money and and really got some acclaim and you know garnered uh, some some Oscars.
0: No, yeah, absolutely. I think that this film is. I forgot just how. I forgot how good this movie was. Like I said, I hadn't, I hadn't visited in a while. It was oh, like yeah. it was a favorite with my family for a while for a long time and it still is. Like it's one of those things like we all just like tune out, but just like yeah, when we had like a big movie night together, it was one movie yeah. we watched together. And yeah, watching it again, this film is still fucking excellent. My 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 favorite oh, film of two thousand six now, now that I look at it. Well, no Casino Royale, but still this film this was still amazing. I'd have, but, to, yeah. well, I'd yeah, have I mean, to go through it. it. It's definitely like yeah. up there for me as far as like movies of two thousand and six. 2006 uh, yeah it was a, yeah. was oh, a good, it, damn good year it, 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 did, it did get a uh, best picture nomination i wasn't sure but it did oh no
1: yeah yeah no i remember it did but i was saying i just meant earlier like I, I, this was before we obviously had the 10 um yeah. the 10 films whereas we couldn't um you know what i mean we have more representation in the movies now
0: but yeah uh i think this i think this film is again like the, the writing is excellent, it's funny, it's deeply tragic, it balances those two perfectly. Oh, the cast absolutely. Is incredible! And yeah, a lot of that has to do with Alan Arkin, who get again, as much as I would have liked to see do Murphy win an Oscar, I think he, I think he deserved I think Arkin earned it for this. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, does. most of the, like most of my favorite lines, my favorite quotes, my favorite moments come with the character of Edwin. And I think that this is a very fitting movie to watch to, you know, lament the legacy of Alan Arkin.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Just, a, you know, a, a very talented actor who had such a wide, wide breadth uh, career, just was such a, you know, just a great uh, figure on the screen.
0: Yeah. And that's going to do it for us here tonight. Uh, Russell, I'll plug for we Head up.
1: Yeah. Notorious by chance, the Facebook group, we put the polls up for you guys to vote on what we uh, watch for you guys and review. You guys can also find us on YouTube. I believe you guys just, we just had a, uh, a live uh, segment there with football. Um, we did.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, all now is right here. Uh, officially now we talked about it. Let's say strong side is going to be back on a weekly basis again. Uh, given that, you know, we have like training camp and everything else ramping up. So uh, we are going to be starting start weekly uh, once again, starting, well, we're starting now because we've we already been weekly, but we are going to continue being weekly uh, for, for, for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. And you guys can also find
1: us at NBC Podcast on Twitter and also uh, the world of TikTok at Notorious yes.
0: by Chance. If I'm on Twitter, it's gonna be chance worth underscore ninety one and yeah, every, everything everything he just said. And uh, yeah, thank you for watching and we will see you next time.